You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Can somebody shout, Jesus is Lord? And I belong to him. Greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. I am born of God. I have overcome the world. In the name of Jesus, I have passed from death to life. I passed from sickness to health. I live on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. As he is, so am I in this world. I'm in the brightness of his glory. I'm in the express image of his person. Jesus lives in me. His light shines through me to the rest of the world. I'm a city that is set on the hill and that cannot be hidden. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Can you shout a living amen? Praise the Lord. The Bible said that you are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill that cannot be. You are the light of the world. When you are not there, it is dark. When you are there, it brightens up. Hallelujah. You are the salt of the earth. Then Jesus said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works. And glorify your father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let your light so shine. The Bible said that men might see. Your life will correct whatever wrong notions people have about Christianity. Say amen. amen. Because you will produce tremendous results. And then they will see Christ in you. He said let your light so shine. You are the light of the world, yes. But let your light so shine that men may see and glorify there should be things coming from your life causing men to praise God. And that is your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, say louder, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I believe you have not come to church to keep quiet, right? You have come to church to respond, to shout amen, to say yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's what the Bible says. That let your light so shine that men let men see and glorify your heavenly father that they cannot see but they see him through the result that your life is producing praise the lord amen so i started on, on tuesday and then we moved that so that's on wednesday that the disciples of jesus christ in luke chapter 11 but i want to take a step further today they began to ask jesus they said teach us how to pray they asked jesus teach us how to pray and Something made them to ask that question. They observed the master and they saw the supernatural part of his life. They saw when he walked on water, when he did the impossible. They saw when he called Lazarus to come out of the grave. They saw when Jesus turned water to wine. They saw when he healed the blind man. Actually, the blind man that Jesus healed was not only a blind man, he was a man without eyeballs. So he spat on the clay and he made like eyeball and put it and it became eyeball. He used the principle that God used to create man at the beginning. He molded man and he brings to the man the bread of life and man, man became a living soul. So Jesus did the same thing. He took clay. 
and again he formed the eye or two eyeballs and put it and the man started saying then Jesus said go wash in the pool and the disciples were there they saw all these things our bread got multiplied and I said on Wednesday that every miracle recorded in the Bible that Jesus performed he performed it literally but also he was setting precedent for something there are miracles in the order of multiplication when what you have is insufficient to get what you need you need a miracle of multiplication there's a miracle of doing the impossible when the situation looks hopeless so Jesus called for uh, he walked on water to prove that in this world you can walk on water that means you can literally walk on water but beyond that there can be situations that it looks like there's no way out but then they see you at the other side then when he called Lazarus to come out of the grave Jesus was reversing the irreversible there are opportunities that people have missed in life but under the anointing of the Holy Spirit they can be reversed I get what I'm saying so every miracle a statement made by God about God's ability and he did not use the same method so the disciples figured out that we could not ask him we couldn't have been asking him that teach us how to heal the sick today then tomorrow teach us how to multiply bread they saw that there was something that they could that was uh, producing all those results i remember the, the beautiful story i shared with you on wednesday maybe they heard the story <laughs> amen of a particular man I read it in Yoruba uh, textbook some years back. A wealthy man with only son, only one son, one guy, only child, a son. And when he was about to die, in his time was up, and he was the wealthiest in town. And he called the son and he called elders. And I said, I want you to be witnesses today. I have servants. And this particular servant is the most faithful servant to me. He has served me so well. I'm going to shock you by what I'm going to say now. I want my son when I die to point to just one property either my money one house or a land or anything I possess the rest of my uh, property should go to this slave and the man died and my son is to make a show within seven days and the son went into depression what kind of wicked father and when God the servant began to borrow throwing party here and there and the son even the elders were shocked you are not willing everything to your son. You should just pick one thing. If it takes your money, it should leave every other thing. If it takes the property, it should leave the land. Oh, it, okay. If it takes the house, it should leave the land. And the boy and the, the, the news went around town. And the slave suddenly became the happening guy in town. And the boy was walking. Actually, I think he was running out of town. Out of depression, confusion. I thought my father loved me. How could he do this to me? And on his way out, he met an old man, a very intelligent man. And he told the man his predicament. And the man began to laugh. Said, Your father wasn't a wicked man. Said, you know, say that again. And the father said, Your father has pampered you. Now it is time for you to fly. He wants to teach you a lesson. Either you learn wisdom or die a pauper. So, so what are you saying? He said it's very simple. He said, Riddle your father just gave to you. So, of course, the boy got interested. So, what are you saying? He said, he asked you to pick one thing. And you, the slave should pick every other thing. He said, it's very simple. Pick the slave. And you own everything. You know, in those days, unlike now, everything owned by a slave be belongs to the slave owner. 
everything, including his children and everything. So it was an ancient story. A slave could, if a slave found money on the road, he must bring it to the master. And he would not say to other slave, This is my money, it belonged to the master. So by choosing the slave, he honed. So the boy's face brightened up. Say, Wisdom is good. Sometimes it looks like there is no way across the bridge, but wisdom will show you the way. Because the Bible says it brings the things that are hidden into light. So the boy went home. He went there for the seventh day, and the elders gathered, and the slave came by Jessica with arrogance. I'm about to become the wildest in town. And the elders wondered. But they saw that the boy was looking happy as he walked in. What has he found out? What has he found out? Every Sunday, I pray there is something that your eyes will be open to that will change your life on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Amen. Glory to God. Are you following me? So he walked in smiling. And he said, so they were feeling for him. So what do you choose? And he put his hand on the slave. I choose this slave. This is the only property I want. And then all the other elders understood. And they got up and said, your father truly was a wise man. Of course, the, the slave fainted. End of story. Meaning that... <laughs> no, Jesus said to, the, to Martha, one thing is needful. There is one thing that you get. And it, it facilitates other things. So the disciples found out that, okay, today, miracle, tomorrow, multiplication, day after, can there be something that connects all these things together? And they found it. They said, oh, he prays. The night he walked on water, he prayed all night long. He multiplied bread in the day. He released disciples in the evening. By the time they were on the sea, Jesus started walking in the night. And he came to me there around 4 a.m. And they said that, oh, he never performed anything without praying. If there is anything to learn from this man of Galilee, let him teach us how to pray. On Sunday, I want to talk about teach us how to pray. And I want to, in particular, talk about prayer that changes a man from inside out. And I've been saying that I'm going to talk about that thing. Because honestly speaking, though there have been men who are born again, they're already going the steps of their parents. It is shock, it is amazing. When a Christian also dies young like the father, when people separate and marry like the parents, in spite of the knowledge of the lifting up of hands and worshiping God and everything, why do people go the same way? Why somebody become 50 and the cancer shows up just like when the mother was 52 or 49 and something happened? Some are call it ancestral spirit or whatever. Uh -uh. Everybody's seeking to explain it one way, using wrong labels, all kind of labeling. But what does the Bible say about occurrences like this? And I, I gave a very important one that what 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 Moses, after 40 years on being with God on the mountain, 40 days, and then he walked with the Lord for 40 years. He saw God face to face. The Bible said, like a man talking to his friend. This anger thing still made him not to enter. The, eventually, this anger thing, the same anger when he was 40, he killed somebody in Egypt and ran away. When he was 120, 18 years after, this same anger, this same anger, There are flaws. Maybe I will special on it next week. There are weaknesses. And they are not the same thing. And uh, I seek to talk about the fact that the greatest battle you will fight in your life is not against your neighbor. It's not against whatever they call ancestral spirit. It's not against any enemy outside. The greatest battle you will fight in life is against your own soul. 
When you conquer yourself, you have conquered your world. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. When you conquer yourself, you, God talks the end from the beginning. So all the promises of God, they talk about the end from the beginning. Like God showed Joseph a vision when he was a young man of the old world bowing to him. He saw his brother bowing. He knew he was going to be an unusual guy, a wealthy guy, an influential guy. But not at his present, not in his present state as at the time of seeing the vision. Now, let me say this. When you talk about vision, are you all following me? Remember that the first service I took, the first message, I was talking about shape, right? See, there is something about us trivializing the dealings of God in your life because you are trying to be like someone else. And it's because most people don't value what they have. They value what someone else has. What someone else has. They value what someone else possess. What, what belongs to someone else. That's what you want. You don't value what you have. You think about what someone else, what he has, what he possesses, what belongs to someone else. And it's not, it shouldn't be. Think more about what you have. That is where you can know how God is working in your life. Otherwise, you will try to be like someone else and you will not. In that message, I made a statement. Even if you copy someone's products, like you are a singer, if your own personality, your signature, does not color the song, it cannot go far. You can make a measure of results by following people. But a tremendous breakthrough will come only when your identity is on what you are copying. So you love a song from America, you are bringing it to Nigeria, but you have to understand that the guy that sang that song is not a Nigerian. He did not grow up in your family house. I get what I'm saying. And there is a reason why God made the own journey to go the way. So Joseph had a dream. So one of the mistakes we make, when you hear what's like vision, what's like dream, you want to sleep one day and see an angel appearing to you. And then he says, son, I want to tell you something this morning and I want this to enter your heart. What people have said in Malachi 3, that give your title, I will open the windows of heaven. The window of heaven, many people when you give, you expect an alert in your account. The invisible things of God are more powerful than visible things. Remember, truly, ideas rule the world. Many times, you, many times in your life, you have heard the whispers of the Spirit in form of an idea. You discarded it because you were waiting for the spectacular, you missed the supernatural. And very often, you ought to, you have to understand God that one method is not more spiritual than another method. Somebody who has read something in the Bible and he believes it is not less spiritual than somebody that Jesus has appeared to to say the same thing. See, I hear. I need to let this thing go inside you. Because some people think they are not spiritual because you have never seen an angel before. If the path that God has chosen for you is not for you to see anything spiritual, you know what? You don't need to see anything. I get what I'm saying. Among the leading pastors in the world, there are those who talk about seeing things in the spirit. I've seen a few. There are those who don't see anything. Yet they are all shaking the world. It's a problem when a man is looking at the result of another man. And you want the dealings of another man. So many times I'm saying to everybody, 
great and mighty ideas have been whispered to your heart many times but it did not appear like the way you missed it like Naaman nearly missed it as he went to Elisha's out for prayer Second Kings chapter 5 and Elisha said go throw yourself in the pool uh, and then he said, go and, he said go and wash in the pool and the guy got angry and he mentioned that he said I thought he would come out and wave his hand over that place why do we go with, to God with assumptions why do we go to God by we pick our method no you pick your prayer point let God pick the method of answering hallelujah it's a reason for disappointment at times as soon as you finish praying then your uncle shows up and something tells you that oh some money will drop today and uncle lives without dropping anything now you're angry God has millions of ways to reach you are you with me so don't choose method for him are you getting what I'm saying so let every member of this church know. So that window of heaven, Bill Gates got it better and they call it Windows 95, 98. Windows. Windows of heaven. It's not that God will make physical window in heaven. You might not receive an alert at times, but you might get an idea that produces beyond your expectation. I am saying to church today, begin to value visions and ideas. Now, when I say vision also, immediately someone will start thinking that, okay, nothing appeared to me in my dream. Men and brethren, some are permitted to sleep before seeing a vision. Some people can sit down like this and see a vision. Some might be watching a film on TV and a vision will come on what your life will be all about. Even from a source that does not look supernatural or spiritual. I get what I'm saying. You, Sylvester Stallone Rose, he was reading a comic and he saw Rocky 1, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. A guy boxing. As a poor guy who sat. When you don't have anything, if you have a mind that can think and a heart that can picture anything, you have everything. Are you? Are you hearing me? He sat down in an isolated place just outside there, a broke fellow. And a boy dropped a comic and he saw the comic. It was from the comic he got the idea. The invisible things of God have always been explained by visible things. But many times, people don't, you, you miss it. The Bible said that if any man speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. But then you have oracle as a programming language. Let me tell you something. I want to say this, that when it comes to ideas, the same way the God of heaven causes his reign to fall on the good and the bad, heaven broadcasts ideas. God ex expects his children to understand and pick it. But sometimes a non-believer can pick it. Because there are some aspects of God that are general. It will work for anybody. For instance, any diligent person, even if a satanist is diligent, God cannot be against the person in terms of the work of his hand producing. Did you get that? Because there is a law that if you are hard working, you are blessed. God made that law and it is universal. And it is can say, God, you are crazy. But if it's a diligent person, it will make some money. So it's a universe. Just like rain does not fall on the house of a Christian and refuses to fall on the house of a... Have you seen that before? It falls on everybody. So, so there are some things belonging to God. They are like rain. They fall on everybody. Yes. The seasons of life, winter, cold, they come to everyone in a particular region. Some ideas also, God sends them like that. And I want to say this. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, my time is flying. Ah. <laughs> Amen. You know, I think I said it on Wednesday, and I want to say this. Life by itself looks negative. You plant nothing. Weed will grow. 
you leave your house without cleaning it, it will wear down. It will dilapidate. It will attract, attract dust. You leave your... It's like good things must be cultivated intentionally. But bad things, they happen free of charge. Have you noticed? I told them a very funny example. It's because of the cost that the world is operating under. If you are wearing a trouser that is short, it's not touching your shoe. And you are pulling it down. Maybe you are wearing a suit like this. So you are pulling it beyond so that you touch your shoe. If you walk some people to go up again, you will have to be doing this for the rest of the day. Have you noticed? Now, if you wear a trouser that is too long and it's covering your shoe and you are pulling it up, you will have to do that for the rest of the day also. It keeps going back to the posture you don't want. Anyway, that one is simple. Where is trouser that is your size? <laughs> Are you with me? Everything in life, you can never, you will have to weed and weed and weed and the weed will go again. But you can't wake up and see acres of land full of tuba, yam and everything without you deliberately cultivating it. But you can wake up and see hectares of weed growing in a forest without anybody. It is the art showing the nature of the arts. And direction is going so every man needs something to leverage you, you need a leverage over life it takes a force to bend life so the whole idea of money is that it makes life more affordable and more convenient that's all i get what i'm saying so if you are on a, a first class you are you are you are boarding a plane they come to arrange, collect all your things. If you are a private jet from your plane, they fill your papers and everything. If you are first class, they collect your things for you don't kill like others and people, then you see that where there is comfort. Now, if you are in the economy, <laughs> you remove your shoe and then you sit here, sit there, and then they choke you and everything. That's the way. So, that is, so money helps you to conquer life to an extent. But I want to say this. Majorly, there are three things. Maybe I should call them a uh, perfect triangle. Or three four calls that are not easily broken. They give you a measure of control over life. Number one is skill. If you're a graduate of Harvard and you've learned what is not commonly obtainable in your area, most people don't know what to know. You'll be paid heavily. Even though the one pay you might not go to Harvard, but you might earn maybe up to two, three million a month. And those who earn 15 million a month in Nigeria. There are some courses you go for abroad, and when you come back, you become hot cake because you know what majority of people don't know. There are surgeons trained abroad at another level that the hospital they operate, you pay heavily. Skill can give you, it gives you a measure of authority over life. So you live a life that is a little higher than other people because you can afford things that others cannot afford. The second thing is connection, which has to do with relationship. If you know people in higher mighty places, there are doors that are, are will always be open to you. You know, everybody kills to do passport, but you know the contragenda or whatever they call the name of the person, uh, they will do your passport for that. So if you are like that, or you know somebody who knows him, and believe me, that's how some people live. If we get there, maybe next I will show you how Daniel used all this. The third one is spiritual power, and that is the most powerful. It is the reason why a professor will go to a forest and sit down on the floor with a native doctor who will prepare out for him in a dirty pot and he will drink. So when you talk about spiritual power, you have on God's side and you have on the devil's side and believe me sincerely, they both work very well. 
I've heard people say, when they are teaching them in church, they begin to say that, well, uh, uh, which, well, well, which uh, uh, title, which, what does this one, uh, well, what does this one do to have his money? What about this one who doesn't know, even know God? You don't know what a man does until you know the man. Statistically, the highest number of occultic practices now and Eastern religion, Buddhism, and some other of those meditation, astral traveling, America has the highest now. People don't know that some of the books you read, I saw the statistics in a marketing book, not a Christian book, written by one of the best in the, in, I mean, in, in marketing field right now. People don't, you, you, see, that's somebody will tell you that seven steps to success. You've read the book hundred times and you don't have cobble. And you still don't have enough sense to know that there is eight steps that is not shared in the book. Never compare yourself with it. You don't know what others do. Do what the Bible says you should do. So stay with the word of God. I get what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Now, power. The most powerful people on earth are those who combine the three. Remember I told you also, when I talk about shame, S for spiritual gifts. And I said H for your heart, your passion. And I said A for your abilities. P for your personality. And E for your experience. And I said when your experience in life matches your personality and you have ability for what you are dreaming of, and then it's your ability, you have, then you have your passion there. You are unstoppable. If a person who loves to fight for human rights goes to study law, experience law, his passion is to fight for people. He has ability, oratory power, he can talk very well. And his personality is a colleague that does not back down. You are in for a revolution. Many, 90%, let me say between 70 and 80% of people working in offices, there is a kind of disconnect between their personality, their ability, and their experience. Somebody is an outdoor person, but everything he studies is about calculating something in paper. And now he's working in an office where he's just in computer room from morning to evening. Even though what his soul is yearning for is to be a TV personality. If you are diligent, you will experience a measure of result, but it will be limited. Till you find where you really belong, where all your energy will be channeled to the same thing, and that you can swim there effortlessly, that's where you belong. I get what I'm saying. The same thing, these three things. See, I will talk about the mystery of Babylon and Egypt. But let me touch on it a little. It's a system that has come into this world. Right now, we live in Babylon. Babylonian system, Babylon was a physical location then. Now, right now, it is a spirit in here. Babylon, all kinds of gods. There is a reason why the Bible said that Jesus Christ is the true light that lightens all men. John chapter 1 verse 9. That means there are other lights. But the Bible said that Christ is the true light that lightens all men. And some Christians are not, they are even confused. They believe that there are many ways. There is only one way. There are other lights. To call Jesus the true light means that there are other lights. There are other lights. See, when Samsung produces something, let's say their tab, Galaxy tab, whatever tab, and then Apple, they have their own, and they give you. When you buy it, you see the manual. Nigerians don't read manual. You just know you know. Many of you, your phones, you did not read anything. You just unpacked it, your SIM card, and then 
Because you are too sure that is it not to call and text message. But there are some instructions there. Don't put it around the heat. Don't do this. This is why people don't understand what God is seeking to do by giving us instructions in the Bible. It's not trying to limit your life. It made you. And it knows that certain things are not good for you. When the Bible tells you to leave alcohol alone, leave it alone, there is a reason. You cannot know more than the owner. Now, they will put a word of caution in everyone that if there is a problem, take it to an authorized dealer. Because they recognize that there are unauthorized dealers. And if you let an authorized, an authorized dealer touch the product, you cannot return to Samsung again. Is that right? Once the seal is broken and somebody else, don't give your life to an unauthorized dealer. Believe me, sir, there are many unauthorized dealers. There are many books in the world that talk about success, that talk, they talk about meditation, even talk about prayer. But if their root is not the Bible, they are unauthorized dealer. They are the false light. Jesus is the true light that lights all men. Can I hear loud amen? Did you hear that? Hallelujah. The system of Babylon. Daniel demonstrated that Babylon will not see. That's why you need the three. And let me run through them briefly. And I'll drop it. My listen. Babylon will not respect you until you begin from the first one. You must be skillful. That's why no matter how spiritual you are, you are how spiritual you are as a Christian, I am advocating and I'm telling you right now, you need to be skillful that you might be able to speak Babylonian language among Babylonians. So Daniel, first of all, when they wrote the exam and the guy trashed it, and they found him times 10 better, they began to listen to what he had to say. That skill led him to the second thing. Because of Daniel's unusual ability, even the king was his friend. Even the king did not want him to be thrown to the den of lion. So there was nothing Daniel wanted. So in chapter 2, he could have been killed. And believe me sincerely, if there is so much happening in your life, and you are a kind of sa a savior of a self, you are a kind of Messiah. That means there is a field waiting for you to manifest and a lot of people will follow you. The enemy will not hesitate. At a point, there will be an attempt on your life. The idea of killing all the wise men in Babylon was just Daniel was the target. But you see, the Bible says even the guy that was going to kill them had a relationship with Daniel. Daniel just told the guy that, why do you want to kill anybody? And the guy said, oh God, the king is angry. And then they said, can you take me to the king? Let me tell you, just give me some days. Now, it will let you know the relationship between Daniel and the two of them. Daniel told the guy, sir, what you want is interpretation. Am I worried, sir? Can you give us three days? And the king said, oh, okay, no problem. Skill can, because there is an overlap between these three things I mentioned. Skill is felt by knowledge. Relationship is felt by character. Spiritual power is felt by sacrifice. Write it down. Did you get that? We will major on these things. If you are in an office and you lack character, you will lose valuable relationships. In life, once you are not a sincere person, prepare for some calamities. Disciple of said, you, you, you are thinking something, you are telling people someone something else. All these people, people get into friendship by batting against them, by, by saying things behind people and all those things. You will pay for them. They rob, they rob you of good relationships that can help you. And relationships are the ladder you are going to climb no matter what you know. Somebody will have to recommend you. 
when you have done your part and you, the skills are there and you have abilities, you still need. So the people we watch on TV are not the best. They are the selected ones in every field. There are actors better than the ones who know. There are players better. After all, in an interview, Lisa said it one time. That when they used to play, but they were boys, that if they showed up, people like him would go and sit down. Where are those boys? I know one of them. The only time they invited him to come to Super Eagles, he was doing shoulder to shoulder with JJ Okocha. A proud man has nothing to gain. It was civilization that took most of Nigerian forces of players, recommended them abroad, linked them with clubs abroad. Nigerians were not playing abroad then. Okocha was playing BBC Lions or Boko or Rangers or which one. It was Keshi that took all of them abroad. Yekini to Vitoria Setuba in Portugal. It was Keshi that did all that for them. I learned of a defender that West Ham brought in. And all he was trying to do was to show them that he was better than Keshi. He never stepped out of the shores of Nigeria. Arrogance. Someone brings into something, you want to rubbish the person. And some people don't know when they are crossing all these lines. You will lose relationship if you lack character. It is true. Then you are going to become an angry fellow. Because truly you know you are good and truly you are good. You are an angry fellow. Now there are many pastors on Facebook. They know more than Adeboe. They are angry with him. But they cannot put 10 people together. And they are talking. They have never healed a single soul before. But they criticize everyone that could see. Why are you saying that uh, in Jesus' name? It is, you just declare, not that lay hands. You do this one. Okay, which one have you done? I thought it was limited to pastors in London. I saw a guy. He just stood before his story and was like, he took, I don't listen to any song that's not a gospel song, but I learned from everything. He took whiskey CD and he was talking about it. And, uh, he said, he doesn't even know how to sing. He just beats, beats. And he said that they should come and look at his own song. He had his CD. His, the CD, his CD was for him and his family. Nothing. You have never been heard by 100 people. You are criticizing somebody that is going around the world. I mean, somebody just, if you are full of yourself, you have nothing, there's nothing that God can add to you because you are already full. You are employing an off, to an office. You, 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 you are trying to prove a point to your superiors. A wise man hides what he knows. And you listen to everybody. Always surprise people. Do I see the only thing you know is that computer that the employee do for? Until you do something that will be a blessing to the whole office and everybody will start bringing you in. And if your boss is praising you in the front of others, after the praise, go and meet others and praise them. Include them in your success. These are skills that believers should learn in handling people. Not after they, after praising you, this is how you are now working. <laughs> Hey boys, how are you? <laughs> we're not we're not there for the same level again. You know, <laughs> hallelujah. You see, the battles that you are going to fight in life, they are enough. Don't look for extra battle. However gentle you are, definitely, however wonderful you are, so everyone will still misunderstand you. Now, let it be only those ones that in spite of your goodness, you are being misunderstood. Let it be. But don't look for adversaries yourself. I'm praying to God that God help me. Energy for creativity. Don't, don't divert it into fighting enemies. Remember, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It is convertible from one form to another. You have the same energy in your life. It is the same energy that you will use to think and come with an idea that you can use to think of how to defend yourself against your enemy. So reduce your enemy so your creativity can step up. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Hallelujah. Sometimes I hear of even women fighting their mother-in-law. Some mother-in-law, they get problem. No doubt about that. But can you manage her? It's true. Ah. Am I talking to somebody? Can you shout amen if you are listening to me? Let me, I want, I want, I want to stop. <laughs> Is someone blessed? Understand these three things. In Babylon, they recognize that skill. So Daniel had a place because he tried the exam and the knee was brilliant. There are areas that if a pastor goes, some people just say, no, we don't do religion and everything. But if a man, a man of God, is not a pastor, is a Christian doctor and he's made the discovery that nobody had discovered before, he can enter some places. And we need to see the problem of Christianity has been that those who have been sent by God that way, when they get there, they join them. It's happened in Babylon also. Have you ever wondered where the rest were? Why, how come only four people did not bow? When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not bow to the golden calf, where were the other Hebrew boys? Hebrew boys? They were not the only ones. And I'm sure you know, Daniel too did not bow, but nobody reported that because they were afraid. May God raise you. Because they were hiding. In chapter 2, it was Daniel. Daniel was one that went to the king. Asked for time. Later came back and told the king the dream and the interpretation. The Bible said that when Daniel finished talking, the king bowed before Daniel. Who will report that kind of person? You enter your office, MD's office, and MD is bowing to somebody. A junior staff. And MD said, ah, you're at another level. I, I said, oh God, don't bow to him. Don't bow to me. So if something happens, can you have the mouth to go and report that kind to a guy? Say, oh God, I want to report somebody. They say, who? The one you were bowing to. Okay, we say, you know what? I don't want to know the matter. You are fired. <laughs> Out. So you don't. That's why they didn't talk about Daniel. Shadow Mesha and Benio, they were quiet. Daniel was there. He did not bow, but nobody mentioned his name. They said, this one, just leave him. Then they too, they were able to prove themselves. Others were bowing. If you are a Christian and you are beginning to rise skillfully, you are diligent, things are coming to you. When you get to the midst of men, men are arrogant and they begin to talk down on churches, pastors, and Christians. And you are, there, you are there for a purpose. God doesn't hate those people. They need a savior. They need somebody who is not a pastor who will come to them and let them know, I can do what you do. I can do it better and I still honor Jesus. I honor the Bible and I honor God's servants. Then you change the mind of many of them. Oh, I pray for every one of you. You are going to change many opinions. Because at first they don't know you are not, you, you don't start by preaching at everybody. They don't know who you are. You are like them. But they see that you are the best. You are the best. You are the best. So one day, maybe after on the dinner table, a conversation starts. They've known you to be the most brilliant, the best out of them. And they are trying to say, and then, no, 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 it's not like that. And you explain to them, sorry, me, I go to church. Me, I do this and that, that. It's not like that. Then you might have people who are portraying Christian, and then you correct it. They go back home and they are helping. They are wondering. So there are people. That was what they did in Babylon. And we need people. We need people. We need the best script writers, the best film producers. You are not producing Man Zion film. Normal film like others, but your films are the best. And your testimony of Jesus Christ is, un, is undented. It's there, untainted. It's there, clear. That's what God is looking for. That is what Babylon, that's what Babylon represents. When Kaka was given the world play of the year, and he said that the Bible said unto him that he's able to, nobody could stop him. But they can tell the pastor, don't come and share the scripture here. But nobody could stop him. And that there was the best player in the world. We need. 
believers will rise this way. Yes. But it begins with the skill. We'll talk about power another day. So when you are skillful, you also need the anointing. That was what helped David. So that is power. That's why you cannot separate yourself from your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And you must not read, 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 go for seminar conferences and stop praying. When you do, you are going to be like the rest of them. But this was separate to you have a covenant with God in the midst of everything. Then you watch God using you to prove a point to everybody. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.